we're just excited, uh, you know, what God is doing and how he's doing it. We've talked in the last couple of weeks about faith. We talked a couple of weeks ago on Wednesday, and God gave us an incredible service. And, and, and so the Lord has just instructed me to teach on faith for the next few weeks. And uh, I was, next week I'm going to talk about it as well. And then I was going to jump to a, another series. Uh, I couldn't get through all of this today, so I'm going to finish it next week uh, as well. So, I mean, it may be a, a couple, three weeks away, but we are going to, I mean, but isn't it what we operate in? I mean, so we have to get this. We have to understand this and how God does what he does. Because when you can connect the dots, so to speak, then we don't have all the questions. I mean, I get it where we have to trust. I understand trust. I understand we have to understand. I understand sometimes we have to stand under just to understand. I get it. And, and there are times that we have to do that. I just have to trust. God, you know, I don't know. I trust you. There's times that my, you know, my kids, I don't do that. Why? Just trust me. I don't have time to explain. Just don't do that. They're just going to have to trust me. When it comes to faith, sometimes, you know, we just, we, we take almost what we hear and it isn't always correct. And we'll call it fact, but it might be something that is not the same as the word. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the faith that takes. I never even got to the final thing today, so I'm stoked. I'm ready to go. I'm full, and so I'm going to leak today, and you can grab some of that. How's that? It's going to be all right. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm not going to go to sleep. We will not let you. The chairs are wired, and at my signal, they will. <laughs> Just teasing. So I, I want to, you know, before I really get started, I wanted to uh, just preface this is I am not here to offend anybody. I, you know, I, it's not my purpose to to say, look at me, I, because I can only tell you things that happen in my life because I don't know all of them that happened in your life. Is that fair? I want you to understand. I'm not trying to say I'm all that in a bag of chips. I'm not. Uh, I'm just a, uh, a child of God like you are. And if you're not like you will be. Okay, and so I'm just trying to tell you what I know to be true according to the word of God. What I know works according to the word of God. And I don't want you to get offended because the enemy wants people, anytime I start talking about faith, or I talk about angels, or I talk about demons, or I talk about, people get all, hmm. Because faith can be taken as, is he saying this, or is he saying that? Is he trying to tell me I don't have, or I have, or I didn't, or I did? I'm not trying, what I'm trying to tell you is, this is what this says. And here's what I know to be true. And in that, you're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit, and he will. He'll help you decipher that. But just know it is not to offend you. Not purposely. If you get offended, maybe God is trying to say, we got to work on that. Because you can't receive if you're offended. Because you'll let stuff in and all that. So just know my heart. I, I, you know, I love you. I'm just trying to tell you what the Lord wants me to tell you. So that's what I want to preface that with. We talked about just a couple weeks ago, not only do we have faith, we remember God put it there. If you're a believer, he gave you faith. He put faith in you. And so we want to use that God kind of faith, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Because just the fact that we have faith, I'd like to know how to use it. I can hand somebody a tool, and if they've never seen the tool or don't know how it works, we can do it wrong. I would rather do it right. And so we're going to look at that. So... Faith grows when you use it. <clears throat> I was on staff in Dayton, and, and uh, they, they, they wanted to talk about faith, and they, they used this illustration. Back in the day, I was in much better shape than I am now. 
but my best days are ahead of me. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. Bless that man. Anyway, uh, so, um, but what the pastor had, I was on staff, and he said, this is what I want you to, to wear to church tomorrow. I want you to wear a pair of camouflage pants, and this, I want you to wear your tightest black t-shirt you can find. Okay, why am I doing this? He said, because I'm going to have this guy wear a pair of camouflage pants and the tightest black t-shirt he can find. The difference was, he looked like Don Knotts. So he's really skinny. You know, if he turned sideways, all you could see was this and his Adam's apple. You know, it's just kind of, mm, kind of, you know. And so what he did was he talked about just exercising our faith. And, and uh, you know, so I, I'm making myself sound like I look like Arnold. I'm not saying that I did. I'll be back. You know, but uh, that was his illustration was just, here's, you know, this and, and that. So, but what my point is this. If we use our faith, it grows. If we don't do anything with our faith, it just kind of stays dormant. And then we, we walk through life and we don't see success. We don't see progression. God doesn't take us from this glory to this glory. Some of us, we just get jealous because we're not over here. But the problem is, we don't want to use our faith. We want to get lazy. We live in a society that we want everything just handed to us. And we have that spirit of entitlement if we're not careful that says, God, I just, you know, why do I have to work for that? Let me just, can I just explain? Faith without is there you go i didn't write that now you can get mad at me but i didn't write it so we're going to talk god what do we need to do if it grows when i use it so here we go remember the fig tree and i'm just going to talk for just a second about the fig tree jesus saw the tree leaves on it said hmm i'm going to go and it's got leaves it should have figs and he goes and there were no figs and he cursed the tree. The disciples heard it. Why? Now, they came back the next day and the tree was withered. Okay. What caused the tree to dry up? Well, l- let me just ask. Okay. Somebody would say, well, I, because Jesus, he spoke to it. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to share some things with you. If you hang with me, I just want you just to open your mind and I want you to I'm going to show you faith that maybe you haven't seen it this way before. But yet it's going to be a truth nugget and it's going to help you connect a dot and things are going to start happening for you that maybe haven't happened in the past. Are you willing? Now, I'm not going to show you anything that's out of the word of God. I mean, out of line. I'm going to show you everything that's in the word of God. I'm not going to show you anything that's out of line with the word of God. So I want you to know that Mark 4, 40 and 41 now, this is, we're jumping away from the fig tree here. We're on to something else. Uh, he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man, they asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. What did the wind, now this is another story. What did the wind and the sea obey? Not his word, because that's what we want to say. Well, Jesus spoke to them. No, they, it obeyed his faith. You need to hear what I'm saying. He spoke, it happened. In a sense, yes, he spoke the word, but what made the word do what it does is faith. I'm looking at, see, right now I have no lights coming on. I'm looking at people going, I'm not so sure what you're saying. Okay, we're talking about faith. We're not talking about I understand the word of God. Word of God is important. 
So our first point this morning is this. The word has to be converted to faith. I know people that speak words all day long. I know people that speak the word of God all day long and nothing happens. Not a zip, zilch, nothing. Just because you can, I know people that can quote this, can quote it better than me. Whoopie ding dong. You can quote this, but you have to understand the faith principle behind it. So some people, it's just ink on paper. To other people, it is life. It has to be converted. You see, when the word goes in, it goes into your mind. It goes in through your ear gate. And you hear that and you begin to process it. If it's the word of God, your process should be, if this is God's word, then it is true. It is fact. There is no wrong in it. It is infallible. There is no fault in it. And I process that down. And it it goes past what I even can understand and and go, okay, God, I don't know how that happens, but you know what? You said it. I'm good with that. It has to go through the process and then it gets converted to faith and then comes out with a force. It has to be converted. You have to understand this. You have to have your faith do it. And here's something as I studied this. Listen to me. Faith is servant to the believer. Faith is servant to the believer. In other words, faith without works is dead. We, in our mind, think this is all because we think with our natural self that we naturally have to understand or naturally have to conceive how this has to happen. And faith doesn't work all in the natural. And sometimes we get, you know, we want to be more dimensional and we're not because we won't go past that. Because if we can't see it, we don't believe it. And God wants to get you past that point. Faith is servant to the believer. I can't do this by myself. You're going to need, you can't do it by yourself. You're going to need faith. I asked this in the first service. Guys, how many like to do things with your hands? How many like to put things together? How many like to look at directions? See, I got one guy. Most of us don't even like to ask for directions. Ladies, you know, if we're going somewhere, oh, I know how to get there. And we could go around for two hours, and we don't want to say, I do not know where I'm at. I'm trying to learn to say, okay, honey, I know, I'll stop and I'll ask. I'm just going to say this, this is a side note, guys, have you ever stopped and asked and somebody doesn't give you right directions? Oh, don't you want to go back? Because you want to find your way back to that gas station and say, let me tell you. You were trying to tell me where to go, I'm going to tell you. And God is working in your life, and you can't do that, so... Okay, we understand. But see, if we we would understand that that faith has to go past my natural strength. So when we put things in, like there's been times that I've I've tried to do something. You know, my my wife is a faith person. She'll be just like, oh, we'll just do that. Oh, that's easy. I don't even know what she, I don't know how to do that. Oh, that's easy. We'll figure that out. We'll go online. We'll get a book. We'll do, you know, we'll find somebody. He'll teach. No, no problem. And guys, we all know a lot of times it's about tools. I mean, you want to do some jobs, but if you don't have the right tool, you feel like, "Ah." listen to me, faith is the servant to the believer. All right? So there's been times I've tried to get a screw out, and I can't get it out. I mean, and I'm not a small guy. I'm not weak. I can, you know, I can unscrew something with the best of them, I guess. 
you know, and I can't get it out. And then if you, you know, if you do it too wrong or too hard or you mess it up, you'll strip the screw and then you're like, oh. So I'm, oh, and, and how about that, guys? You just want to go, Lord. Well, I've learned this, and, and sometimes I have to be reminded. Sometimes my wife will have to remind me because I'll get caught up in my natural emotion. And, and you know, like that's going to help me. But I'll, you know, just say, Father, I've passed my natural ability. I need, I need you to do something with that. I don't know how I'm going to get that out. Give me an idea. Give me something. Unscrew it. Do something. Go away. Drink a cup of coffee. Drink a Mountain Dew. Uh, do something else. Give the, give the Lord a chance to work. Come back. And I've seen that. All of a sudden it breaks and I can get, right, I can get it right out. You give me an idea. Do something else. You see, faith is servant to the believer. So if that's the case... I can go with the spiritual strength. I can go with the force of faith. It sounds like I'm lifting again. I did that first service. I can go with the force of faith. And you can do that. If, we could, if I can show you how to tap into this, you can do it in finding a job. You can do it with your sick. You know, if you're sick or uh, I almost said with your sickness, I'm going to correct that. You can do it with whatever is happening. You can start saying, I need faith to be my servant here. God gave me faith to be used for his glory. But the problem is, my mental, I stop. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Now, I'm not trying to downplay the word. We need the word of God. But I've got to get that word converted to faith. I've told, you know, sometimes you ever tell your children, it's like you tell them, 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 you tell them. And then someone comes over and tells them just what you've been telling them. And then they go, oh, guess what? So-and-so told me this. And you're like, I've been telling you that for a year and a half. <laughs> really, at this point, you're just like, thank you, God. Help them keep it. Just that they got it. Okay? We understand it comes by hearing, but we've got to convert it to faith. We've got to get to the place where that word just explodes with energy, where we believe it to the point of saying, you know what, so much that I don't have to see it. I've already seen it in another realm. I'm going to talk to this side. Are this, I'm just saying, we, are, we, are we together? We've got to see this thing. We've got to go past where we've been and say, you know what, God? I don't want, I'm, t- I'm tired of doing the Fred Flintstone run. I'm tired of running around the same thing while Dino's chasing me. Rawr, 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 rawr. I don't want to see that window no more. <laughs> you see, the word itself will build us up with substance. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. I need that word to get substance. Now listen to this. Faith is the substance of what? Things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. According to Mark here, I just, I just messed my thing. There, it came back. What do you know? <laughs> you know touchy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it is one of those things where we have to understand as we are getting substance, we don't have to see it. We already know according to the word, be it done to you. Your faith has made you whole. Because they had to to get you what I'm telling you now to make that happen. I'm not going to have to do the work. Faith is going to do the work. I'm going to put my hand to the word and belief and faith will do the work. Look at Mark 4, 41 again. The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? Even the winds and the waves obey him. And I got to get this to you. I'm trying to get you out of the picture and get your faith in the picture. 
did the wind and the, and the sea obey him? No. In a roundabout way, you could say yes, but what did they obey? They obeyed his what? Faith. Listen, Jesus said, if you've seen me do it, I saw the Father do it. And the things you've seen me do, you can do them too. You can even do greater things. It's not because, now it's true, this is Jesus. This is God's son. This is God in the flesh. This is, I mean, you, you, if anybody can do it, yeah. But what he's saying is, it's not doing it because it's me. It's doing it because of the faith in me. And that's what we have to understand. We all just look at it like this. Of course it did it. It's Jesus. Jesus is saying, I am a walking example. Do what I do. He is showing, you know, this is the God in me. This is faith serving me. And faith will serve you. So in a sense, it it, it obeys him, but it's the faith in him. Point number two, it obeys your faith. Let's look at another one, Luke 17, 5 and 6. The apostle said to the Lord, show us how to increase our faith. I like that because I think that's what I would say. Hey, how do you... How'd that happen? Show me how that, show me how to do that too. And the Lord answered, if you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to the mulberry tree, may you be uprooted and thrown into the sea and it would obey you. It's going to obey who? Yes, you, but it's going to obey your what? I got to get you to see that. It's going to obey you because your faith is doing it. If you don't have any faith, it's not going to obey you. In other words, if you're just going to get up there and say words that you don't believe, it's not going to obey you. It does not have to obey you. You see, if you have faith built up, your mountain will have to move. It will have to obey you. It's obeying your faith. So here's the secret. If you're operating by faith, you're operating in the eternal realm. The eternal realm is in the spiritual. It's in the spiritual things. Natural things are controlled by spiritual things. When things manifest in the natural, it first manifested in the spiritual, so it would manifest in the natural. Are you with me? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain it a little bit. Natural things depend on spiritual things for their own existence. Jesus, when he spoke to that fig tree that we talked about in the beginning, he cut the fig tree off at where? The root. Can you normally see roots? Not normally. So he, he cut it off beyond the physical, beyond what you could see. He cut it off in the things that you couldn't see, in the spiritual. If it's ever cut off in the spirit, you've got to understand what I'm saying. If you cut it off in the spirit, the physical cannot exist. If you could understand, if, if the enemy is attacking your body, and, and I'm just telling you from experience, I have been attacked before. And if I can see the spiritual and I can cut it off, it cannot stay in the physical. It can't. I mean, the enemy can try to get me to not see the spiritual. He can try to get my mind off of that. But the more that I can tap into the spiritual, I go past what my natural mind can reason. I tap into the spiritual, see things that haven't manifested yet, but believe they are and will. And I tap into that and it happens. Natural things are controlled by spiritual things. 
the eternal realm is the spiritual things. So, in fact, natural things depend on spiritual things for their own existence. He cut it off at the root. You can't see the root. We are body, soul, and spirit. If my spirit took off from my body and said, you know, I'm going to go to heaven right now, this body would do what? Because it needs the spirit for it to work. I mean, it's just how God made it. If I lost my spirit, then there's, there's nothing, you know, I'm just. So our body exists with our spirit. It needs our spirit. So are we on the same page? Do you understand? See, if we, I, I'm trying to get this so that you, we have to have the spirit for the natural. Okay, here's number three. And then we'll put these together and we'll, we'll do number four and stuff next week. <clears throat> so this is the world the world deals with their problems on the level of the leaves in other words on the scene that's what we do we do what, what we naturally can see but god's people do the what we go for what the root which is the and the unseen the spiritual and the unseen so if we manage things to the level god wants us to we can only win let me explain this. Satan is not in the realm that when Satan got kicked out of heaven, he came he got kicked down to earth, correct? All right. That is the physical realm. All right? Are you with me so far? In the spiritual realm, he cannot he can't get there. That is your realm. He can only tempt you in the natural realm in your five senses think about what i'm saying to you what you see what you hear what you taste what you smell what you touch he's going to tempt you in all of those well i don't feel healed so i must not be healed you he doesn't want you to get past it isn't about the natural what you do in your five senses it's about what the word says that's converted help me to faith and you tap past the natural and you get into the spiritual and all of a sudden zappo something happens that's different why because you tapped into something when he knows that you can tap into something past where he cannot go there's a new sheriff in town you just killed his party he just now he he can't, you foiled him he can only get you in that level in the natural level he can only tempt you with what is common to man Your realm is to say, I've got to see past that. We speak to the bills. We're going to cut them off where? At the root. But let me just say this. If you get a bill, pay it. Don't not pay it and say, that, well, pastor told me we didn't have to pay our bills because we just speak to them. <laughs> Columbia Gas and the Electric Company do not understand that. Okay? I'm not telling you to do that. Just saying, God is a God of integrity. Pay the bill. But if you can operate in this, you have to leave your flesh. In other words, you can't go by just what you sense or what you feel or what, you know. You have to go past your, your, your flesh. Didn't Paul say, I have to crucify my flesh? There's going to be times that you're just not even going to get it. You're going to be like, I am, oh God, I just need this to change. Okay, you've got to get past 
what you feel, what you're sensing. You have to get past that. You have to get to what God is saying in the Word. What is it your will? What is it that you say about that? That's where I'll stand. That's where I'll go. I'll go past my natural. I'll go into the supernatural. Help me. And if I can get into the supernatural, I'm going to spoil the enemy's trick. Because he is smoking mirrors. He's trying to get you to not see the level that you can get, and he can't. And he's going to tell you all day long. If I give you this word today, already some of you are battling what he's telling you right now. Oh, don't listen to that. You shouldn't have that. Why is he telling you that? He wants to ruin your parade. He doesn't want you to live in victory. He, does, he wants you to go past that window, window while Dino is... Rawr, 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 rawr. He's happy with that. He's happy if you're saved. I mean, he doesn't want you saved, but if you're saved and you, you can't tap into anything and you can't do any damage to him, okay, moving on, then he'll keep you trapped. You've got to leave your flesh. If you're a very emotional person and you just like wear your feelings on your sleeve and everything, you've got you to get control over that because you cannot operate in the spirit without disciplining your flesh. Because I'm telling you, when God's calling you to do stuff, sometimes you're gonna, it's not going to be stuff you always want to do. Brett, I need you to go talk to that person. Lord, I don't want to go talk to them. I'm tired. I need you to go talk to them. Lord, they look kind of rough. Go talk to them. They got a knife. Maybe. I don't know. But, you know, you come up with all these, because the enemy's going to try to, he wants to foil that situation. You've got to get past that. You realize, even in the natural, there's so many things, like 95% of people don't do what they should do, and only 5% do what they should do, and the 5% that do, they're like, and the 95% go, I wish that happened to me. Well, it could, but we just don't do it. We cannot operate in the spirit without disciplining the flesh. We have to leave the flesh to operate in the spirit. And the devil's going to tempt you in the flesh. But he can only speak to you there. That's where he tempts you. What I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to peel back this onion just a little bit to understand, wow, then I know that's the enemy. Yeah. He's going to try to make you feel this way or that way. But you have to go by the word of God. What does God say? You know, again, in Mark, well, eleven twenty three of Mark says, you can say to the mountain, lift up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. The Bible's talking about you speaking to the mountain. It's not talking about God saying anything to the mountain. It's talking about, again, this is your faith. In other words, but that doesn't make sense. doesn't matter about if it makes sense to you because that's the, that's the area the enemy gets you in, your senses. Are you, do you hear what I'm trying to tell you? You've got to go past that. If I'm just going to tell you something that always makes sense, that makes you know, you're like Spock in Star Trek. That's logical. Okay, you've got to get past just even logic. I'm not trying to tell you anything that's, you know, like weird or anything like that. I'm just saying you're going to have to call things that are not as though they are. You're going to have to see things that you can't really see with your natural eye right now. You're going to have to see them in the spirit. 
You're going to have to say, you know, when the enemy is, maybe your children, some of you have had, you know, they've went straight. You're going to have to claim them back, according to Acts, that your whole household will be saved. You're going to have to say, oh, you know, here's what I'm seeing. I see them serving the Lord. You're going to have to see some things that you may not see right now. Some of you might be saying, you know what, I don't feel well. Okay, let's get past how you feel. What does God say? Start, start quoting that. Start standing on that. Start reaching in the supernatural for that. Start believing God, you know what, I can do that. Luke 17, 5, show us how to increase your faith. And he, again, he says, if you have faith small as a mustard seed, and you say the smallberry tree, be uprooted and thrown into the sea, it would obey you. It should or it would. There you go. It will obey you, the faith in you. And you've got to understand, the faith in you. You can say, God... I need you, God, to, to help me get out of debt. I need you to get all my debts gone. And I'm going to say, you've you got to put your hand to this now. Zero and zero equals zero. If you do nothing, here's, here's a clue. If you want to help and get yourself out of debt, quit signing the papers. You've got to put your hand to it. Quit using the card. Quit signing the papers. Quit trying to do this or do that. You've got to start saying, you know what, God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put my hand to it. I'm going to trust you to do what you're supposed to do. Let me do what I need to do. I'm going to start telling my mountain about my God instead of my God about my mountain. Now, remember, the enemy is going to try to get you to operate like a mere man or woman in the flesh. But if you start using your faith the way God wants you to, past your senses, he can't tempt you there because you're in the spirit. And you can get lost up there in the spirit. God can show you things. He can show you answers. He can show you hidden treasure. He can show you stuff. The enemy can't do that. The Bible says when we pray in the spirit, he reveals mysteries. Doesn't it say that? Let me ask you this. Why was the coin in the fish's mouth? Think about it just a second. It's not a trick question. If the coin was laying on the beach, anybody could get it. But it was hidden for them, for Peter and Jesus to pay their taxes. Okay? This is what I'm telling you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you to see something. There's hidden treasure for you. But you won't find it in your natural senses. You will find it in the spiritual realm, in the eternal realm. When Jesus rebuked the wind and the waves, what did he rebuke first? The wind. Can you see the wind? No. He's going to go. He's got he's to get things in the unseen. He's got to get them to you. Jesus could produce things in a moment, and we're supposed to be like Jesus. I want to do that. I want to be a whole oh, man. I want my I, God. If I pray, I want to see my faith in you do that. Because the stronger my faith is, the quicker the manifestation. The stronger I believe everything the Word says, and I send it out to be the servant, the quicker that happens. Mark four thirty five. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, "Let's cross to the other side of the lake." 
I want you to notice he didn't say this. Let's go over if it doesn't snow. He's in control of the elements, and God wants you to stay prayed up with him so that you can be in control of the things by the Spirit of God so you're not taken off guard. You're not taken by surprise. You're not taken by... You know, my wife will say, Lord, you reveal things to me so it's a mile down the road. I can see it coming. And that God is, he wants you to be aware. You can do this. Whatever you're up against, your faith will do it for you. It is a servant to the believer. Anytime anything you have value, anything of value moving forward towards your destiny, there's always going to be an obstacle in front of it. I'm going to say that again. If you have something of value, the enemy's always going to put up an obstacle. You've got destiny to do. There's always, he's going to try to say, okay, hey, look over here. Hey, look over here. Squirrel. You know what I'm saying? And listen to me. <laughs> You're going to have to understand that you have faith. God put it in there. You have to start exercising it. My kids and my wife, and they'll come and they'll say, hey, I need you to pray for me. I need you to pray for this. I need you to pray for that. And, and there's sometimes I'm just, you know, and I, I understand why they want me to pray, and I'm honored that they do, so I don't want them to misunderstand that. You know, but you know why they come. And this, now listen to what I'm saying. I can't tell you your life. I don't know your life. I can only tell you mine, okay? That's not trying to say I'm all that in a bag of chips. I'm, I'm not. I'm just who I am in Christ, and so are you. Okay, we, we all right with that? Okay, I'm not trying to say I'm anybody. All I'm saying is I put my pants on just like you do, one leg at a time. But they'll come and they'll ask me, I want you to pray for this. Why do they do that? They do that because when I pray, it happens. You know why? Because we can get past what I feel. Because sometimes I don't feel like it. I'm tired. Or my mind is not focused. I'm, I'm watching the football game. Or I'm watching John Wayne. Or I'm, you know what? My mind's not spiritual. You know, and they want something. And I, but you know what? I, I already know because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things. I, I'm, God, I know that. So I know that I have enough in my storage that I can pray and I, I already trust him. It'll be done. I just like moving on. If I'm praying for people in a line, I don't have to worry. I wonder if God touched him. I wonder if God, in my mind and in my heart and in my faith, it's already done. It's already done. I don't have to go back and re-pray. It's already done. I don't have to go back unless God would say, go pray for something else. It's already done. So I'm telling you, you have to see this. Some of you are, are running up against the same thing. It's not because there's anything wrong with you. It's not because you're not adequate. It's not because you're not accepted. It's not because you're, you're bad. It's because you haven't caught this concept. I'm trying to tear this veil off. I'm trying to get this scale to drop by. I'm trying to get you to see it's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by the Spirit, says the Lord. And in the Spirit, the devil can't get you there. He's only going to get you in the realm that's common to man. So when you are just like, oh man, my flesh. And we've all been there. You've been in traffic and your flesh wants to say, hey, you're a number one driver too. <laughs> you want to say, oh, so you took my spot. You need it that bad. I see. Oh, ho, oh. <laughs> Or you're waiting in line and they just happen to just push right in front of you and you want to go, oh, oh, oh. But God is saying, no. There's sometimes, I'm telling you, I have went, and Kim has watched me, I've, I've been attacked out of the blue in my back. And God has just kept me 
good. Now, I thank God for it. But I mean, I'm like, I refuse. And I had to go do hospital visits. And they're like, well, well, somebody else will go for you. I'm like, oh, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every step is God is my witness. Thank you, God. Enemy can't keep his hands on my back. In Jesus' name, I don't care what I feel. It's healed. You died for it. Your stripes bore for my healing. Then every step I'm gritting, people are looking at me like, are you okay? I'm fine. Thank you, Jesus. I'm fine. You go pray for the love. What's the matter? I want to pray for your healing. And it probably doesn't look real spiritual, but I'm telling you, before I'd be down for two or three weeks, And in less than two days, I was up and I was going about it. Because it took me some time to get my faith in line with what that word said. But I have to go past my natural because the natural will scream loud. It'll tell you all day long, you are sick. You go to the doctor, they'll tell you that. That'll be $75 though. And they'll tell you, you shouldn't be, oh, it's going to... You're going to, I have people say, don't do that. You'll get that for sure. Oh, my kids all have that flu. I'll probably get it too. Thank you, doctor. Don't give yourself that prognosis. Just, uh, you know what, Camp Come Nine, I was on staff with a pastor. We go to a hospital. He goes, I don't even want to go in there because I don't want to get what they got. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is what's going through my mind. Dear God, I don't think Jesus, hey, let me pray for you. What do you have? Oh, I'm not touching you. I'm like, come out. Let's go, let's do what Jesus did. Let's get on the the garment of praise and let's start giving him glory and let's start saying, you know what, I don't have to feel this. I can see it by my faith. I can see this place, every seat filled. I can see people waiting to get in here. I can see people coming out of wheelchairs. I can see people that are just sick, sick of life. And God is blessing them. I can see people that are poor and all of a sudden God says, yeah, and they tapped into this. I'm not, I'm not speaking just prosperity. I'm talking about just living. Just living. You know, prosperity is, people just think that's just like having a wallet. Benjamin Franklin's in your pocket. Can I tell you, prosperity is when your bills are paid and you just got money to do some things you want to do or to bless other people or to do something and you don't have to worry about that. Isn't that not prosperity? You have joy, your kids are safe. Isn't that not prosperity? I'm not, we get our minds all caught up in what our flesh thinks. You can, you, can, you can go after your flesh all day long, but you know what? You better get past your flesh. You've got to start seeing in the Spirit. God, what do you want me to see? How do you want me to see that? I mean, in the Spirit, you could see angels that have, that have gathered around your place that are on guard. Help me. Come on. You've got to see things. If you dispatch them, they're on duty. I've got 11.55. Give me five more minutes, and I'll, I'll be done at 12. Promise. Okay? i got so much. I'm mean, like, oh, <laughs> I taught my kids at a young age, my wife and I taught them that God is real. God is true. What God says, God will do. His word is absolutely fact. It is the truth. Well, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't matter what it seems. It's true. And our kids would gather around the bed, and they, we'd, have to make, we'd make them pray from littlest to, to the oldest. And so Maddie would pray at the beginning, and then it would go Sam, then it would go Zach, then it would go Mal, then it would go Kim, and then Big Daddy would pray, okay? So we'd just sit around the bed. And how we did that, if you want to know, is what we did. When we had family prayer at night, it was when Maddie had to go to bed because she was the youngest. That's how we did it. And people have asked me, so when everybody else went to bed, did you do it again? No, we did it the one time when she went to bed. And Maddie didn't want to pray. Maddie, you're going to pray. I don't want to pray. You're going to pray. So help me God, you're going to pray. 
Well, said, I don't even care if you just say, thank you, Jesus, and that's your prayer, hallelujah. But you will pray. Just thanks God, if that's all you want to say. So that's how she started, thanks God. And then she'd move on to Sam, and Sam would pray, and she'd move on to Zach. Zach was notorious for dispatching angels. Notorious for it. Every Thank you, God, for all that you're doing. Oh, God, put angels round about the woods in the house. Can you imagine being an angel? Oh, man, he gave me wood duty again. Somebody shut that kid up before he says that. And man, I'm telling, as soon as he says it, they're dispatched. And if you could see them in the spiritual, there's angels around our woods at the time. Like, yep, here we are again. And Mal, then we get to Mal. Mal would pray for everybody that was ever breathing. And every, every friend she ever had and every flower she ever picked. And, you know, and then, but, you know, we got our prayer done. We got out of here. Brett, why are you telling me that? What I'm telling you is they need to understand the principle. Because they would start seeing things that they didn't understand. And then they would see them come to pass. Listen, I'm telling you truth here. There would be times that we gathered everybody around. And I, there, everybody in my family got under attack. And they were all sick. And they were all throwing up in some toilet somewhere. That's not a pretty picture. But I had to go preach that night. And, you know, and I wasn't sick. And, and we needed money. We needed, I got 450. I got two minutes. We needed $500. What's tithe off $500. You need to go back to math school. 450. <laughs> Justin's like, it's five. <laughs> okay, listen to me. So we, we told the kids, God's going to do this. We didn't know how. We didn't have any natural way to understand that. I love you, Justin. You know that. Yeah, okay. Okay, we didn't know how that was going to happen. We didn't know how it was going to happen. We prayed, we agreed, and we told our kids. Now, that's faith because your kids, they will wait and see what happens. You told them, you brought them in, they're like, okay, this better happen. And so now it feels like as the dad, my neck is on the line. I've just told them how good God was. I just told them that God will meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. I just told them that God's going to do this. I don't know how. He's going to do this. We gathered, we prayed, we went. I came, I went, well, actually, I went to go to the service and opened the door, and there's an envelope taped on the door. And it said to the man of God, open that envelope, there was $500 in it. And we needed $450. That's what we prayed for. And it was, I don't know, to this day I have no idea who did it. I don't even know how I got there. My kids were like, we gathered our kids around and we put that envelope and said, kids, look, we prayed, look what God did. And I mean, Zach and Sam, oh, wow. Because, you know, how'd that happen? We don't know except God, by faith. Listen to me, you got to go past what your natural senses. I, I, in our mind, we think we got to work. We got to get seven more jobs. We got to go beg. We got to tell everybody. God says, let your faith do the work. Start tapping into what God's saying. Is he your provider or not? But line yourself up. You can't claim all this and then talk like you got trash in your mouth all week. You can't walk around in bitterness or unforgiveness or strife and expect all these things to happen. You've got to start walking the way that you're talking. Do you receive it? We're going to finish it next week. God's going to do some great stuff, all right? Let's bow our heads.